Mmm, that's good. And that is the sound of a new brewed up episode of Digital Coffee. I'm your host, Brett Deister. I may sound a little bit different because I was at a networking event yesterday and it was loud and I had to yell a little bit more than I wanted to, which never really is good for your voice. But anyways, I'm going to power through it and give you what's going on in the tech news and there's a bunch of different things going on. And as kind of more of an opinion, I'm going to be talking about the Pebble demise and the Fitbit buying and... Well, Fitbit's just not really doing a good job with this in general, but let's get on with just what's going on in the tech news in general. And, well, it looks like virtual reality, yes, VR, as it's also called as well, uh, there's going to be a lot of big names uh, getting together, singing Kumbaya around the campfire. No, because that would be weird. Uh, They're actually going to be uh, forming a consortium or a nonprofit and uh, trying to make a standard uh, protocols for VR or virtual reality because, well, you eventually need it because eventually people are, a lot of things are going to happen and if all these different play, all these different uh, companies are doing different types of standards, it gets really confusing and doesn't really help developers. So I think they're trying to like <laughs> put the best foot forward and do it sooner rather than later so it doesn't become a format war, kind of like Betamax and VHS or HD, DVD, and Blu-ray, which Blu-ray one out this time. Kudos to, to Sony, I guess. Kind of, sort of, not really. Anyways, it should be interesting to see what's going to come about that, and if anything great comes about that as well. Uh, now, this has just been announced, so uh, it's not. there's not really going to be anything yet, but eventually down the road there probably will be something, so I'll see eventually in the months coming if they actually come out with anything important. All right. Are you a sprint person, or are you looking to actually change from whatever carrier you have? Well, it looks like Sprint and Nanatic, which is the maker of Pokemon Go, is going to be teaming up to make Sprint stores uh, Pokestops so you can, you know, catch them all and do your stuff that you need to do. I don't really play it, so don't ask me about it, but that's what it's going to be since it's so popular. And it's still one of the more popular games until something else comes out, which is usually the nature of gaming. Something new comes out, something better comes out, and everybody runs to that one. Uh, but yes, they are doing that, and so it should be interesting to see what comes about, what comes out of out of it. I apparently, could not talk that part of it. Uh, also, it's going to be extending to Boost Mobile, which is kind of part of Sprint, but it's more of the um, no contract, uh, pay as you go type phones. Uh, which is becoming more the norm anyways, but this is this is how it's going to be, and um, there are rumors that uh, Nanatic's going to be having a huge partnership with Starbucks. Also, new Pokemon are going to be coming on the horizon as well, so if you are a really avid Pokemon Go player, there's more for you to actually do. Unless you just stop playing it, and, well, there's nothing for you to do, because you don't do it anymore. Anyways, now for Samsung news. The Samsung, the Samsung, I really cannot talk today. The Samsung Galaxy S8 may be losing its headphone jack. Yes, it may be going the way of the iPhone and be losing the headphone jack altogether. Uh, usually this is because people really want, or phone makers think that people want waterproof phones, which could or could not be the thing. I still like my headphone jack. I still have a really nice headphones. And if you get rid of the headphone jack, I'm not really happy about that because then I have to buy an adapter. And the adapter, I mean, 
Then you have to choose between if you want to, you, you know, use a portable battery to charge your phone or if you want to listen to music. Or you have to buy Bluetooth headphones and you have to deal with that as well. So, so many bad things coming on the horizon. I wish they would just leave it alone uh, and then just give people the option. Non-headphone jack, headphone jack. And that that would be the better way of doing it. I mean, that's that's what I think. But, you know, it is what it is. I, I just really just don't ever... I just don't like where it's going right now just because I really like headphone jacks. Call me old school if you want to about that, but I like my headphone jack. I like my standard three, three and a half inch headphone jack where I can plug in almost anything. Plus a lot of extensions actually use that as well. So you have that too. So, yeah, I'm... I'm torn. I'm torn between this because I think progress does is a good thing, but sometimes progress has its rough patches, and this is one of them for me. Apparently, headphone jacks are a big one for me because I really want my headphone jack. I know. I'm old school like that. But anyways, that's that's what it looks like it's going to be now. It's no official rumor right now. I mean, it's a, it's a rumor right now, so there's no official word on this. So we'll know eventually, and it's going to be not until next year at the Mobile World uh, Congress in Barcelona. Uh, so we'll actually know more details about that. But right now, no, not too much. And also, on the Samsung front, uh, they finally... There's a report that says that it wasn't the battery's fault that the Note 7 explosions. It was the design flaw. thing is that it didn't actually give it enough room for the battery, and it would... The protective barrier, because they do put kind of protective silicone barriers around the battery to, you know, make sure it doesn't do what it did, uh, wasn't sufficient enough, and they basically did a risk type of a thing with the design, and the design uh, utterly failed, and that's where you got like, a lot of uh, smoking phones that you could start fires with, because that's really what they became now. Now, there's no actual official word from Samsung about this. And I don't think you're going to get one because it's not really the best for them. But that's that's really what it's all about right now. Uh, Samsung is not doing very well on this front just because of that. It is probably going to move forward to the Note 8 or 10 because it likes to skip numbers. Uh, but you're going to have that. You're also going to have the S8 coming out, which isn't a phone that catches on fire, even though some people actually mispronounce it and think the S7 was the one that caught on fire, not the Note 7, because they are two different phones. So you gotta be, uh, you gotta be on that one as well. But yes, uh, the main issue was design flaw, not the battery. The battery was okay. It was the design flaw. So it was the engineers that basically made a faulty design that made these batteries go smoke and smoke and you, you can't hold it because it's gonna... It would burn your hand. It is unfortunate because the, the reviewers love that phone. And it actually was a good phone. I never had it. I got a Pixel phone. Anyways, moving on to Amazon. And, well, Amazon is testing out a new way to shop. That's right. No lines. No self-checkouts. Nothing. You just pick up the what you need and you leave. Uh, which would be interesting. It would almost feel like shoplifting at the same time. Uh, also, the thing is, is that... Um, Great for businesses, bad for people that are trying to be on a budget and not very good at budgeting this stuff. Uh, so you're gonna have to be extra careful with this. Now it's only uh, there's only one store right now 
It's in Seattle, and it's only for Amazon employees right now. Now, they're going to be opening a public test in 2017, uh, and you're going to have to have a specific like QR reader type of uh, code. It's more of a personal QR code or reader for that tech to actually work. So you can't just go in without that. That's what you're going to need, and then they, will, they track it uh, using the technology as well. Uh, so there you go. But... I think the takeaway here is here is Amazon is trying to pioneer the way we actually uh, do retail. And so it's an interesting way of doing it. Uh, Self-checkouts are not that new, to be honest with you. They've been around for at least 10 years, probably more. Uh, so this is more of a newer way of doing things with some old tech. QR codes are not new, and they are very um, hard for people to use. I know my dad tried to take a picture of a QR code, and I told him you don't take pictures of it. You actually download an app. And it reads it for you. You don't take pictures of it. Please do not take pictures of QR codes. It's really infuriating when I have to see that and be like, ah, it's, it's not how you use that thing. I know it's a tech thing, but don't take a picture of it because then you're gonna be then you're gonna go to the store person and be like, hey, well, I took a picture of it. It doesn't do anything. And they'll be like, you you don't take a picture of it. Luckily, most stores don't really use those anymore, but Amazon's gonna do it. Um, so it's going to be a personal QR code. It may not actually be like a QR code, but it's going to work in the same way of doing it. Um, but the great thing is if you hate lines and you hate self-checkout machines, this will probably be a better thing for you. Plus, you can put it in your own bag and you don't have to pay for those expensive bags because thank you, California, for being stupid. Anyways, moving on. Uh, we have There's an interesting thing that's... Uh, well, if you have a... Visa card, um, you might want to be checking your bank account a little bit closer. Looks like hackers can guess your uh, Visa credit card details in less than six seconds. That's right, it can check your expiration date, your uh, security number, your CVC number, which is a three-digit number in the back, which is not really a good thing at all. It also can figure out your uh, postal code as well, which is the three things that you mostly need uh, to figure out how to use a credit card. Um, now, this is kind of the way that that helped uh, hackers get about 20,000 uh, Tesco bank accounts being drained of their money as well. Now, this only happens on Visa cards and is not susceptible to MasterCard. So if you have MasterCards, you, you're good because they actually track uh, efforts across different websites. Visa really doesn't, but Visa apparently doesn't care either. Uh, because the the security researcher did tell them, hey, look, this is a problem. You might want to look into this and fix it. And Visa's like, meh, we've got enough security features, whatever. However, and this is another, um, I guess, public service announcement, PSA, uh, to look at using, let's say, PayPal, look at using Apple Pay, Android Pay, whichever one you want to actually use, I've used those... Uh, a lot better. Or also using LastPass because it also has the information where you can store that as well. The reason why I would use these is because what it actually does, as long as you are actually um, not downloading things that will, uh, you know, take over your phone, uh, it's a lot safer. So what happens is that when you pay with your Android phone or Android Pay or Apple Pay, what it does is it sends a random series of numbers that isn't your credit card number, and then so if the company gets hacked, I would say the retailer gets hacked, you're okay. Now, if Google or Apple gets hacked, well, yeah, it's a risk you have to take. Like I said, nothing is foolproof. 
and you're just going to have to always be vigilant about your bank accounts because that's the way things are, people. That's really what it is. All right, are you a Slack user? Are you just one of those people that love Slack? And I love Slack, too. I actually have uh, some uh, open chats for tech if you ever want to go into it as well. That is a plug. Uh, but Slack has announced better integration with Google Drive because Google Drive is one of the uh, most used uh, aspects of Slack, and so they are now going to be able to have better integration with that as well, which is always a great thing because I love Google Drive. I love Slack. If, you know, you, uh, hopefully I'll use it a lot more often, but I, I love both of them. Now, the reason why they're doing this is because Slack has a lot more competitors now, with Facebook for work or Facebook work or whatever they call it. Um, and also Microsoft Teams, which is basically a Slack clone. Anyways, so we have that. So this is just a better integration as well. Could this be kind of prerequisite to Google actually buying Slack? Maybe, we don't really know for sure because that's not really, um, that's not really known yet. So it could be, or it could just be a good partnership working together. We don't know. Like I said, it's just great to see this in general. I like where it's going with this, so I'm happy that they have better integration with it because I like Google Drive. It's it's pretty good software. All right, now Facebook news. All right, it looks like Facebook has secured an e-money license in Ireland, and it looks like it's going to be paving its way to using messenger payments in Europe. That's right. So Europe really hasn't had that functionality, but the United States has had it. So... Um, is finally granted access on the 24th of October, so eventually you may be able to be using e-money and sending transactions through Messenger uh, for that. Uh, so if you were looking for that, yay, woohoo! If you're not, well, meh. You may or may not want, want to actually, you know, put everything through <laughs> Facebook, and I highly recommend that, but some people like Facebook a lot. They're fa- they're, they heart Facebook heart them heart to heart but yes that's what it's all that's what they're actually doing so just be sure to check on that as well it's just another way of paying it you can use uh, Venmo as well as also another one Google Wallet's another popular one um, PayPal if you really want to but there's a lot, a lot of popular ones out there uh, anyways besides messenger but it's just another you know option for you if you really want to give everything to Facebook. And I try not to give everything to Facebook. All right, Facebook is patenting a tool that will basically automatically remove fake news. Now, I have kind of a back and forth. Yes, I know it's important to make sure that the news that's being brought to you by Facebook, if you actually trust them, uh, is actually actual and factual. However, people are lazy. Let's Let's just get that right out of the gate. We are all lazy. We do not check our sources as well. We should. I've been doing a better job because I do media stuff and I need to know, make sure that what I'm going to be telling you is actually the truth and not some misfabricated nonsense. And it's hard sometimes because you don't really know and it could actually seem legitimate and actually be false. But my problem is, is that there are, there have been claims that a lot of times these social media companies will just flag right-leaning news sites as fake news and that's not actually great either so they need to walk a fine line of not being of being neutral about who they're what they're flagging as fake news as long as it's fake to be fake that's fine but it's fake because you don't like a certain 
viewpoint of a certain news organization, that's not fake. That's your bias towards it. I don't care if you have a bias. You can have a bias all you want, but if you're a business on just doing what's trending, it's got to be unbiased, and you got to have less scrutiny on the right, than you, or you need to have more scrutiny on the left. Either way, you need to make it a balanced and equal thing. And it's great that their Facebook's trying to, you know, uh, fight this, as long as it's a fight for fake news and not claiming that one news site is fake news when it's really not. That's why I'm always just a little antsy about this. Um, but yes, so it should be interesting to see how well this actually goes. And it actually will work because, once again, Facebook has come out saying that their metrics were off as well, their video metrics were off as well. So I almost question all their algorithms because of those things that have been off, which shouldn't be off because they should, be, they should know better. Uh, now, it's great that they finally said something, but the video one they never actually said and someone figured it out. The other one they finally did say something about with the other metrics because of the last uh, debacle that they had. So we'll see if this actually works. I'm not really... Um, like I said, I, I think people should just search it themselves and find if this is actually true than having an algorithm tell you if it's true or not. That's always the best way of doing it. And you grow in critical thinking skills because it's always a good thing to actually have. But yes, just because it's from a right-leaning news site doesn't mean it's fake. Just because it's from a left-leaning news site doesn't mean it's fake. It may be not factual. Either side doesn't really matter. But that's another story. Um, so we'll see how that works and if it actually will be. And it actually will work as well. That's another thing. All right, well, um, there's a video chat app called Tribe that's been making its rounds, and it's somewhat popular that, well, mm, yeah, it's been spamming people with uh, text messages saying, hey, you should be on this, and uh, Tribe really hasn't done a good job PR or marketing-wise, more PR-wise, of saying, yeah, it's our fault, we're bad, we're going to make sure we never do this again. Uh, so, I... It's interesting because the reports say that some people, some users have gotten up to 32 spam uh, invitations. One got 47 in a single day. You know how annoying that would be in one day. All the or if you actually have your your ringtone on, I don't because I'm usually doing something and I don't really want it to bug me. Uh, but actually having that would be really really annoying. Once again, a lot of users have been like complaining about this through Twitter and probably Facebook on their pages as well. Um, but Tribe really was like, oh, our bad, it was a glitch. Now, we don't really know if it's a glitch or not. It could be some nefarious onboarding thing that they actually use that they shouldn't be using. Uh, but a lot of users said, hey, I never give you this information to send to my friends. Why are you doing this type of thing? So like I said, it could be nefarious. We don't really know for sure because Tribe hasn't really been forthcoming about it. But they said that, that they're always listening to the feedback and that they'll approve the tribe's platform. It was basically a canned answer and not really an apology. And that's kind of a bad marketing social media tactic of a canned answer instead of going, oh, well, our, like, actually saying sorry, we'll make sure that this never happens again would be a better message than saying thanks for the feedback. We're always looking for new ways to improve the tribe platform. That's not really a good answer. Actually, that was a terrible answer. Congratulations. You just did not a very good thing. All right. T-Mobile is making digits, which is a calling service designed to make phone numbers, well, agnostic to your actual phone or tablet or whatever. Uh, so 
the phone numbers have kind of been locked in for the most part in most of the telephone years until recently, kind of locked into one number. And once you switched, you get a new number. It's been one of those things. However, T-Mobile wants to change that where you can place texts or send phone calls through the same number on multiple smartphones, PCs, cellular connected devices, uh, which I don't actually mind. I think that's actually a really good idea because I may not be near my phone, but if I can actually react or reach someone that's not on my phone, but on my computer instead or my tablet, it'd be nice because I actually didn't have a phone for quite a while and it was really difficult to, you know, contact people. Uh, So I kind of like this way of doing it. It's kind of, it's going a la Google Voice, which is they give you a number through the app and then you can use it wherever you have the app installed or through the web. Uh, Unfortunately, Google has not really updated Google Voice very much, which is a sad and unfortunate thing because it actually was a really, it's still a really great thing and it could actually benefit from an upgrade. Yes, I'm talking to you, Google. Upgrade Google Voice. You have all these AI uh, machine learning type of algorithms and stuff. Why don't you implement that through Google Voice? Make it a lot better to actually transcribe the messages. You still have a great app. Actually updated it for once in five years. But yeah, I like this idea. I think it's a great idea for it. T-Mobile's always the one that's kind of pushing the boundaries. But having better quality in HD, supposedly HD quality uh, voice, maybe will help phone calls be a lot better. Maybe people will actually, you know, uh, do this. Uh, the great thing is that uh, Digit customers will be able to have access to services like Verizon, AT&T, and Sprint phones. So uh, you can do the beta if you want to. Or you can wait. I'm, I might. You might want to wait uh, if you're not really tech savvy. I would wait if you're not tech savvy. I said wait a lot, but it's important. If you don't really want to test it out, just wait. All right. Are you a Pandora or even a music streaming lover? Well, Pandora is going to be eventually launching its competitor to Spotify next year. So, a little while ago, Pandora bought uh, RDO, R-D-I-O, uh, because it wasn't really doing well, and so they bought kind of the the tech and the assets, but they didn't really buy the company for it, and now they're eventually going to be launching their version of Spotify. That's right. It's not, it's not going to be no longer uh, random music being played into what you may like. It's actually going to be curated playlist that you will like hopefully that will work um but this is only for premium users so you have not done a premium account you really can't use this but this is a competitor the thing is the pandora has an advantage of is that it's been around for a lot longer than spotify and apple music and it kind of knows its users uh personalities or personal tastes so it does have an advantage over that as well uh, so you don't have to do the Discover Weekly. It'll just kind of be like, I know what you like. Here you go. You're like, I do like that. How did you know? Because we listen. Yeah, it, it is kind of like a hee hee hee, we listen type of thing. Um, but also it's going to have uh, autoplay as well, which will create a radio station based on the album and place that you were listening to. So you will have that as well. So, hey, I, I say if you really love music and you really want to listen to new things, this could be a good one for you. If you already have Spotify, well, just keep Spotify, to be honest with you. I don't. There's no need to switch unless you're really looking for something new or better curation. And that's, that's the one that you should probably go after. All right. So next week, Trump is going to be holding a meeting with key tech leaders at his tower. That's right. The ever unpopular 
president-elect, he's not president yet, uh, is going to be having a meeting with key leaders. Now, it's going to be interesting because most of the tech, because they're, they are in San Francisco, is very, very left to the point of they can't see their own hypocrisy. Yes, I will make fun of both sides because both sides are just as bad. Um, but they cannot see their own hypocrisy about, well, let's say Hillary's emails because if you're a tech person and someone had an unsecure server, that should be a big issue. And that was my big issue with a lot of tech leaders. I'm like, uh, she did something that no tech person would ever do. Or a smart tech person, I should say, at least. Um, but they have not been so um, enthusiastic about him. Only Peter Thiel, who is basically a very... A, powerful person in Silicon Valley was the only one really for Trump that I know of. Uh, so it should be interesting to see if they'll actually, you know, come together and just unite because it's a better it's better to unite and go through the four years than fighting it as they have been because I've just been seeing winning a little people or babies. Um, regardless of if you liked him or not, just remember that eight years people that didn't vote for Obama had to deal with him as well so there is there is that as well so that's what i'm saying um it is what it is be careful what you wish for sometimes and uh i hope it actually comes together to be more amicable and just making always striving to make america better than what it is you know it's a pretty great country to be honest with you i have not too many problems with it all right so the European Commission or the EU uh, cleared its way for the Microsoft LinkedIn deal. That's right. Uh, Microsoft wanted to acquire or is acquiring LinkedIn for $26.2 billion. That's right. It's quite a, it's quite a lot of billions. Um, so it should be interesting to see uh, if this transpires. Uh, I really haven't seen it pass the hurdle for the United States as well. That's one, uh, that's one other hurdle they have to go through. But this hurdle uh, is... There's a go-ahead for that as well. Um, this is a smart move for Microsoft because LinkedIn is very business-oriented and Microsoft's always cared more about the business side of things. Uh, so it's kind of a good partnership. It should be interesting to see what actually happens. When this goes through, it has not gone through yet, but it's cleared away, at least for Europe, for uh, the, the buying out of LinkedIn to happen. Now we just have to wait for the United States, and it should be all hunky-dory in some ways or not but yes it has cleared the way so be prepared for that be very very prepared for that all right it looks like instagram is going to be well fighting quote-unquote abuse and i say quote-unquote abuse because sometimes that people that claim abuse it's not always abuse now some of it actually is legitimate abuse and i'm fine with tools i'm fine with people having tools to actually do it the problem is a lot of times these social media companies give users the power to fight abuse and sometimes it's just someone disagreeing with you and it's like it's not abuse you just had a bad argument but yes it is like i said if it's a tool i'm fine with tools i'm fine with tools that allow people to use it and it won't actually affect someone's account whatsoever that's fine so what you can do in the advanced settings you can turn off commenting you can also um well you can also like a comment, you can reply straight to the comment as well. So they have added some interesting new things. You can also look at the person and maybe even block them from commenting your stuff if it looks like they're just not 
being beneficial for you and they're just trolling you to troll you. Usually I just ignore the trolling because that's usually how it is anyways. You just ignore it. Ignore the trolling. Uh, sometimes you can't, but in that case, by all means, ban them and be like, hey, look, I've ignored you for a little bit. You still won't stop. All right, fine. You, you, goodbye. I've banned four people on Twitter, and that's about it. I have not banned too many other people because there was not necessary because I could just simply leave and they stopped trying to harass me. Um, and I'm fine with it. Like, they can harass whoever they want. I just won't engage with you. Uh, I'll give you a couple of shots, and if you... We cannot come to an understanding, and it looks like it's more personal attacks, I will just stop talking to you, because that's usually how I am. I'm like, alright, personal attacks, I'm done. The argument's over. If you start personally attacking me, it's over. We're not talking about the idea, we're just talking about me and how you don't like me. Great, you don't like me. I don't care. I don't know you. You're on the internet. I really don't know you. Unless I have a personal relationship with you, it does not matter. Uh, but that's, that's a little bit with growing up, and with usually age does help with the maturity of that, um... So, always my advice to you, um, if it always, it's always good to have a plan for this. Uh, use the tools that are being given to you with a lot of these social media companies. And, as always, if you know they're trolling you, don't respond. If you know it, don't ever respond to people. Um, because it, it just, it, it won't help you. You'll lose the argument because you'll just be frustrated and you'll get even more frustrated. Just leave, let it go, and move on. Because that's all you can really do. Uh, they're going to troll because they're going to troll. No matter what you say, they're not going to change it. You can win the argument, and still they wouldn't care. But yeah, but yeah, you get new tools for Instagram. It's great that they're actually caring about their users, and I don't mind if they give tools. It's just I always have a problem when they just start banning people to ban people because of wrong thing. That's when I start to run into problems. But disabling comments because well, it can get a little annoying, or when you have a popular account, it can't if you if. You do something wrong and you can get bombarded, that's fine. Just turn it off if you want to. I would just ignore it and just let it pass by because that's, that's, how it's, that's really how it's going to be. Just let it go. As, uh, what was it? What was that Disney movie? Let it go. Let it. I don't even remember. Uh, it, oh, well. <laughs> I've lost it. I don't know what it is. Uh, I still don't know. I can't remember the name of that movie. It was so popular. It just. For life of me. Oh well, moving on. Alright, looks like Google is going to be allowing you to speak emoji on Twitter. That's right, you can now search through Google's account on Twitter using emojis. That's right, you can at Google and be like, hey, search hamburgers or put the hamburger in at Google and it will give you search queries for it as well. So, uh, you don't have to go to Google anymore if you don't really want to. Um, but yes, you can speak it, and it will, and Google will understand what you're talking about. Magical, isn't it? Uh, but it will actually, it will give you a reply. It will give you a good reply as well. And this is just Google kind of like showing off its muscle of trying different searches in the near future and SEO 3.0. It's eventually going to be coming. All the fun stuff. But yes, if you are, you can be tweeting anything from hamburgers nearby to shoes, and it will actually give you. Um, some search results to that as well. So try it out if you want to. Just add, just hamburger emoji at Google, and it will give you something. I swear it works. All right, Duo, Google's uh, FaceTime competitor, has gotten a major update that puts emphasis on better video quality. That's right. Usually Google will kind of launch it, and then it will eventually... Um, 
he will eventually uh, update it and make it better along the way. It doesn't really... It, 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 Google doesn't really launch feature-rich type things. It launches bare-bones things and then eventually updates them slowly to make sure that it works well. Uh, like it or hate it, that's usually how Google works. I've never seen Google actually work. Anything beyond that, I mean, look at Gmail. They had Gmail in beta for like 10 years. Some uh, uh, absurd amount of time to be in beta. Uh, so what they did is that uh, they launched Duo in August, and it's it's one of the popular ones. Uh, this is going to be kind of Allo and Duo are going to be Google's new messaging type services. And eventually, I could see it taking over Messenger in general. Uh, but time will tell on that one if it actually is popular. Um, but Hangouts never really became the de facto messaging service that Google wanted to be because, well, Google really hasn't been clear on what it actually wanted. Hangouts to be anyways, and still trying to figure it out, which I never really understood. I'm like, Google, we, like users figured it out, and you still can't figure it out. Figure out your own products before you start launching new products. Even though I do like Duo's knock-knock um, feature of the video chat call happens, and you can see who's actually wanting to video chat with you, and then you can be like, hey, what's up? Oh! Or be like, I don't want to talk to you right now. You're, you're an ugly mug. You're my best friend, but you still have an ugly mud mug. Uh, but yes, that's what it's going to be able to do. It's also done some uh, bug fixes as well. So uh, basically, it's fixed the rotating camera during calls. Uh, so hopefully, it won't be like ah, ah what, how, what's happening here. Um, but it's going to be also bringing seamless switching while moving uh, from front to rear during uh, during calls as well. So there's going to be some interesting updates for that as well. So if you actually are using it, I recommend you um, update it because. You should be updating all your apps, to be honest with you. It's the best way of making sure the security is updated and it's working properly. All right, looks like malware has resurfaced in Saudi Arabia that, well, hijacks PCs in Saudi Arabia, but still in Saudi Arabia. Yes, looks like a dormant four-year-old malware called Sh uh, Shamoon uh, has resurfaced last month, and it's an old 2012 variant uh, that targeted the Saudi Arabian oil companies by wiping the master boot records of their computers and replace them with an image of a burning American flag. Uh, doesn't, that's never a good thing. That's not very patriotic at all, but they're hackers. Um, so the new attack uh, kind of began, uh, was beginning or began in mid-November and it targeted agencies running the Saudi Arabia airports as well as five other organizations. Uh, and, that's, and that's a report from Bloomberg. Um, so there's that. There's also, well, it was a coordinated attack that with usernames and passwords to appear have stolen from targeted organizations. So they kind of already stole a lot of information. That's why it happened. Uh, the thing is, is that the attack may have come from Iran because of the word uh, Shinu. I'm probably butchering that, so I apologize automatically for that. Um, which appears in the hacker's code, and that's that's the Arabic word for what or the name of a town in northwestern Iran. Of course, it could be anywhere, so this is just a speculation. But it's interesting to see that not even every uh, Middle East country gets along with each other because of the uh, Shiites. I can't remember the other name of it, but yeah, but just the rift between that as well. Um, but yeah, it's just... It's a wake-up call that not everybody gets along with each other, and that's not a really good thing that it's been doing nefarious things for it. Now, uh, 
Symantec uh, has done a security update as well, and McAfee is going to also be doing it or investigating as well, so you should be seeing a security update for that as well. As always, be sure that you have your up-to-date with your antivirus and you backing up regularly. Always back up regularly. Don't don't even don't even give excuses for it. Just just back up. Just back it up. Just back 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 it up. All right. So my big opinion slash a news that I have to tell you. If you're a Pebble user, I'm sorry. Pebble is going to be no more. Uh, they finally announced today after many many rumors of well of people. Of people wondering what's going on with Pebble. So Pebble got rid of a bunch of its workforce prior to it, even with the successful Kickstarter of Pebble Time 2 that actually uh, uh, actually never came to light. Uh, the original Pebble 2 did get shipped to most of its backers, but the Pebble Time 2, the color version, never got shipped because of uh, money problems. Let's just be honest with you. They were shopping around for uh, potential buyers, and um, they never really got anywhere. And then Fitbit's like, oh, we'll acquire you. But they're not acquiring the company. They're acquiring the assets, the technology, and the uh, engineers as well. So here's my thing. Um, Pebble said that it's going to be refunding all its backers for the Pebble Time 2. Um, warranties are voided, which is a head-scratching thing as well. Um, there's not really going to be very many security uh, or updates for it as well. And you're not going to be able to buy um, on them really anymore so my problem is is why did Fitbit decide to buy it and not honor what it, the technology already bought I mean Pebble I mean not Pebble Fitbit this is your opportunity to get those customers over to you basically what you're saying is that we don't care about the watch that you already got even though we got the company and we want you to buy our stuff I don't want to buy your stuff then if you're not even gonna like support what I already have because you have the technology, why would I want to come over to you? Uh, uh, for right now, I don't want to come over to you at all. I think your products do suck. You've been sued for having a completely awful heartbeat rate monitor uh, that was off 20 beats. Yeah, good job on that one. Uh, and it, to be honest with you, I I, I definitely now don't want to come over to you because basically you just shuttered a company that I liked. I have a Pebble round, uh, Pebble Time round, so I, I won't be upfront with it. But to be honest with you, now I'm going to be after that one. After this one goes, I'm going to be looking for a new one, and it's not going to be you, Pebble. I mean Fitbit, because to be honest with you, you shuttered it. You basically said, "Me, we won't really honor those warranties that the company that we bought it already had." Meh. Um, we won't ha be in good faith about updating it. We won't even spin off it and being like Pebble by Fitbit. Instead, we'll just, you know, kind of integrate it into our okay stuff. I mean, you haven't even really made great smartwatches to begin with. I know this will help you in the long run because Pebble technology has been interesting and it has the best battery life out there right now. So it's sad to see it go. I would have loved for Pebble to actually be successful, but it was never actually successful even with several successful campaigns for Kickstarter, it goes to show that Kickstarter will not make you successful. Even the campaigns will not make you successful. What it, the success will come down to is selling the product, marketing it right, and making sure that people are aware of it. Most people were never aware of Pebble. I talked about it profusely because I like their watches, but even people were like, oh, yeah, that one, yeah. They, they did not know it. They did not know anything about Pebble. 
Pebble was not in their mind. It was the Apple Watch. It was Android Wear, maybe the Motorola one. Uh, but Pebble was not in their mindset whatsoever. Even though Pebble, you had a good tech and a good watch. For the most part, the first one was okay. The second versions were a lot better. It just never... You just weren't in the mind share of your customers or a lot of customers. You were in for a small subgroup, but that does not make a profit in your business and you might have gone uh, flown a little too high too quickly, which usually in the long run will bankrupt any company. Um, it's sad to see it go. It's sad to kind of see one of the first makers of smartwatches go. Um, I like their product. I will probably still use my smart my uh, Pebble time around until it goes bye bye, um, or the band breaks because that could actually potentially break too. Um, but I know I will not be buying an Apple Watch because I don't have an iPhone, and I just don't like Apple products that much. I know I will not be buying a Fitbit whatsoever. Sorry, Fitbit. You acquiring that and kind of doing this. Uh, you basically just. You basically solidified that I will never buy a product from you whatsoever. And probably will tell people, never buy a product from them, but it's so popular, I don't care. Uh, but it's sad to see it go. I think they had a good ecosystem for apps and for uh, watch faces, and I, w I was hoping that they would actually survive in the long run, but, event but unfortunately the smartwatch uh, market share of the smartwatch uh, industry is not very big and it's not very profitable. Anyways, it's why I tried to pivot a little bit with the core, but it never actually came to fruition. Also, the core users do get their money back as well, but it's not going to be fulfilled by the end by until March 2017. So you're going to have to wait a while for those to be fulfilled. Now they still are going to be selling pebbles for the long as supplies last. But why would you buy one since the warranty is voided and there's not going to be any type of support? And once again, Fitbit. You're not thinking this through, and this was a dumb thing to do. Why don't you just support it? Support what is already there. You already have the tech. It's not going to be that difficult, and you probably can maximize your profits that way. So just say Pebble by Fitbit or something like that. I don't really care. But seriously, I don't think what you're doing was a really good move. I think it's dumb. Congratulations, Fitbit. You're still a dumb company. And that's all I have to say about that. Let's move on to apps slash programs to try this week. All right, there is a new plugin called Starbox that allows you to you know, kind of share uh, your bloggers and make them into superstars if you really want to. Um, I kind of been trying it out for a little, I just tried it out or just installed it on my site, so I'll be trying it out a little bit. Um, there will be um, links for you to share. Uh, there will be authorships, but um, you, need the, you need the pro version, which is like 30 bucks for that as well. The free version will give you Facebook and Twitter only, uh, so when you get the pro version, you'll get a little bit more social medias on there. Uh, so if you're a blogger and you really want to get your name out there, uh, check it out. It's not that bad of a deal. All right, for my Android users, if you're looking for a good cloud phone system, uh, Just Call is an interesting one that allows you to do local or toll-free phone numbers in any 29 countries. That's right, and get phone numbers instantly. Get uh, phone numbers in over 58 countries and look uh, local to your customers as well. So if you're looking for something like that, it looks like a good thing for you to do. Also, I put in the show notes a link to the Pandora Premium if you want to look into that as well. Now, if you're still looking for a job, there is a way to make a 
resumes as piece as easy as a piece of cake or eating a piece of cake. It's called Cake Resume Version Two and it creates vivid resumes in minutes, so you don't have to you know know how to do any of the InDesigns or Illustrator. You just have to do drag and drop. It's the way to go as well. Uh, and so you can do free downloads for PDFs, which is always a good thing to do. And you can differentiate yourself if you need to as well. So try it out if you're looking for it. Um, it's in beta right now, so obviously it's going to have some uh, m- bumps along the way. And it's going to be getting better, obviously, as well. But try it out if you're looking for it or you're just wanting to spoof up your resume. Anyways, it's a good one to look at. All right, that is the end of this episode of Digital Coffee. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, be sure to subscribe to Digital Coffee on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, AutoCast, and ACast as well. Also, please subscribe or follow Digital Coffee on Twitter, DigitalCO77EE, at uh, Periscope DigitalCO77EE, Facebook Digital Coffee Podcast, Instagram Digital Coffee Podcast, uh, YouTube Digital Coffee Podcast. Uh, I'm also on Twitch and uh, the YouTube Gaming. Also, I'm on Anchor, which is an audio blogging site, Digital Coffee, and Player.me, Digital Coffee as well. Also, uh, if you like these podcasts, please consider supporting me on Patreon and Podbean. I really appreciate it. Also, I have some great uh, shirts and coffee mugs and hoodies for you to buy for Christmas for your techie person. It's a great thing to do. So go on, go to the store. It's at digitalcoffeepodcast.com. There's a digital coffee podcast store all there for you. You can, you know, buy stuff. It'll be awesome. People will love it. Anyways, join me on Friday where I go through gaming news with Gamers Cafe. That's right. It's going to be interesting and fun to do. All right, guys. Catch you on Friday. Have a good rest of your week. Later.